Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. It is Saturday. Oh, boy. I gotta go out, pick up the grandkids, and take my oldest one to his Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament today. So I'll be doing that. I hope you're all having a good day. And I was just, <laughs> it's funny, I'm always, every day it's like, oh, what am I going to talk about today? I don't know, I don't know. And sometimes something just falls in my lap. And I thank them for it. I'm Well, in particular, I'm going to thank Rob Gustafson, who ran yesterday a Facebook live chat. And he was talking about the trouble he was having with a player at his game who happened to be 14 years old with a bunch of experienced gamers, veterans, and grognards. And I feel for him, but at the same time, they are going to do what they're going to do. Let me explain. I have my 15-year-old grandson in my Monday game, which is I consider my main group. I have a Thursday group too, but I only play in that and my friend Matt runs that. So, but this one, we kind of like bounce between me and Carlos and Carlos is, I'm running Astonishing Swordsman, as I've said before in other episodes and Carlos is playing. Carlos just came off that two year fifth edition campaign we did, which was very successful. So I was very nervous about that, which my grandson Gage also played in. And he has adjusted very well to this group. Now, I understand getting younger people in with older people doesn't always work. But if you go about it right, it does. And it encourages kids to stay in the hobby and play. Because Gage just sort of got it. See, I have two grandsons, Gage and Gavin. And... I played with both of them, and I understand where both of them are coming from. Gavin doesn't really game all that much. Once in a while, if he's here with his brother and the kids, he'll, he will play. But I've had him over the group, and it just didn't work out. It, it was their like type A and type B personalities. Gav, and it's not, not taking anything away from Gavin. It's just not his thing. He thinks he wants to play sometimes with these groups, but he really doesn't. I mean, it's not like he doesn't, but it's a dis- he's too distracted. Like Rob said, I blame YouTube. Well, I kind of do too. I also play, blame Roblox and all the other MMOs out there because he would not... When, we, when he played my group, he played my group in two sessions, and when he played, he would not engage very much unless we were fighting. It got very annoying to me to watch him be on his phone and look at stuff on his phone while we were playing. You got to be engaged with the game. But I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to fault him for that. I'm just going to say, I'm not taking any more. Sorry. And he don't care. It's like, okay, fine. I'll stay here. I'll stay here and play play Roblox or, or something else or watch videos. Okay, fine. Well, that's my youngest. My oldest, Gage. He started about at about age nine, and I played with him. It was mostly a one-on-one. Once in a while, I have a couple of his friends from school when he was going to public school. He's homeschooled now. And 
he really enjoyed when he got into the group here, I was a bit hesitant because I don't know how the group would react. This is before Gavin did it. We know Gavin's not coming back, but but Gage just jumped in and he constantly surprises me. Now the group, like I said, this was this is a wished for group for any other game master because they will do stuff. I this is why I came up with my philosophy. I don't play in plots, I play in frameworks. Because the stuff they came up with is just so dang entertaining. You put a problem in front of them and watch them work it. Put a battle in front of them, watch them work what they're they're gonna do. Because I'm not saying they're a crack military team or great at tactics or anything like that, but they're smart enough. There's a few there's people in there that are smart enough to know what to do. Then we throw Gage into the mix. And while Gage is 15 years old and he's impulsive, I mean, you know, at that age, yeah, they're going to be impulsive. I took that into account. It's not going to be everything's going to be I run into the door, kick it open. He used to be like that a long time ago when we played with Matt's game on Saturday. Um, He actually, he learned, but he learns. That's the thing. He learns. And the other people aren't afraid to to school him on that. He had one, we had one Labyrinth Lord game long time ago on our Saturday game where he play, he his character died. And so he wrote up another character. And we were halfway into Barrel Maze, I think it was. And so he had to catch up with us. He came into the dungeon. I forget the circumstances how... But the the game master basically, Matt basically said, "Okay, you got to do this. You got to, you know, you you're, you're at the entrance. We're like halfway in. So what does he do? He gets down there and he starts yelling for them. Hey guys, where are you? Hey guys, or something like that. In fact, I don't think it was a new character. It was an old character who had to go out and do something and come back in. He started yelling, and it's like, okay." I'll let Matt do what Matt do, which is start rolling wandering monsters. And he learned very quickly, you don't really yell in the dungeon. Or at least try not to raise your voice in the dungeon, because you don't know what's going to be attracted to you. So he, But he learned it. And I'm just... It's... Having a kid at the table, one... It keeps the group, I'm not saying it keeps the group off balance, but it keeps them a little on their toes because they know, okay, this younger kid has not had as much experience as us. So either it's going to tick them off or they're going to roll with it. Fortunately, my group rolled with it and they managed to school him enough where he is a valuable member of the group. He is playing right now in the Starshing Swordsman game, a paladin. He is playing a paladin who follows Apollo who is a Hyperborean, he read the Hyperborean traits in the book and found out they looked down on everybody except, I think, Ixians. And he plays it that way. It's it's a wonder to behold. He actually role plays, and he plays like he is John Law. You know, he found, one of those adventures, he found the bad guy, and it's like, he was the, the, the antagonist, and he was not going to he wasn't going to take any of his crap. They t- he hogtied him and gagged him. And I said, okay, we're t-, he says, we're taking him into the authorities. Wow. Okay. 
And the wrestling group is having fun with it because, like, Carlos plays what uh, Perloiner, which is basically a cleric thief. And he's always trying to con him some way or another. And Gage's character just won't have it. He tried to, he, Gage wanted field plate armor. He had regular plate. He wanted field plate armor. And so he went to this, in, the, in one of the town, in one of the blacksmiths in Karimarium, it was really funny because he went there to make a deal with him. He says, okay, here's my regular armor. He says, it's going to take a few days to make. So, okay, here's my regular armor as collateral. If I need it, can I come back and get it? Sure. Well, Carlos Perloiner tried to buy the field plate before he got it and then try and undercut undercut the guy. And then he tried to sell it to Cage's character at an inflated price. And Gage is like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. But he was doing stuff like that all the time. You know, every time he needs something, well, I can get you that. And he and Gage's character just does not trust him. Does not trust him. It's so funny to watch. It's like, oh, you need one of those? Yeah, I'll get one of those. I can get one of those for you. No, thank you. I'll go somewhere else. So it's funny to watch. So it keeps the other players on their toes. And it contributes great, great role-playing. It really does. So if you've got a younger person in the group, hopefully they'll be of a temperament like that. I'm thinking most of them are. Otherwise, they wouldn't be interested in all. They just go back to their Xbox or whatever they're doing. So it, it's going to be, what I'm saying is once you have a younger person like that in there and you're just starting out, it's going to be a problem for maybe a few sessions until the group understands where they're coming from and they can understand where the group's coming from. If the group and them are totally opposed, well, just say, well, you can't play or something, you know, do something like that. Uh, that's how I would handle it. I'm just lucky to have a great group and a great grandson who really knows how to role play. Anyway, that's my spiel, and I'm going to go start my day. So, once again, if you want to talk to me about this, or if you want to comment on this or anything else, you can email me over at oldmangrognar at gmail.com. And if you want to leave a voicemail, you can do it right right over on Anchor. <laughs> right here on Anchor. I'm on other platform so just go to anchor and leave me a voicemail and if you want to help me out we're monetized little as 99 cents a month you too can support this program and i would thank you anyway i hope you have a good day and until i see you next time keep the dice warm and i'll talk to you later bye-bye questions comments send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.